do it. Let's do this thing. Yes, this is what I needed to end this day to make it a good Me day. Me too. Me too. A day I thought would never end. Yeah, honestly, I had a 12-hour work day today. Yes, I get that. But if you don't know, it's time to call your mom. My mom and I call each other at least a couple times a week, and we wanted to loop yep. you in on that. I'm Jordan, and I'm the daughter. I am Chrissy, and I'm the mom. Oh, no. And I think I just got out of the meeting. Did I? <laughs> no, you're still in. You just turned your video off. No. Oh, I just had to say God. Yeah, like, yes, I was recording. Sorry. I mean, it was like the major thing on the screen. It was huge. I think that will end my technical difficulties for this time. Thank you very much. This episode. This episode. Call your mom. It's time to call your mom. So yeah, we are going to talk about cooking today. Cooking. Yay. I love to cook. I love to cook. Me too. It's fun. I don't get a chance to do it very much. What that means for me, I learned today, that means math. Yay. So not as, not as much time to cook, but. I do like to cook. Luckily, I married a very good cook. Mm -hmm. So tonight he cooked payway for me for dinner and it was <laughs> delicious. Hey, he helped de design. Remember when he got that like professional invitation from payway and they were like, we want you oh, to yeah. some of our recipes. That was one of the proudest moments of his life, really. I mean, he's had a lot of accomplishments, way better than that. But that I think he dearly, dearly loved that. <laughs> It was one of his just major moments in life that he got to be like a taster for Payway because first of all, some free food, which was cool. Always. And he got to to have a say in what was actually put on the menu and it was a pretty sweet deal. So, you know. I remember that. Yeah. Well, so I he cooks really great Payway. Hey, we don't even have a payway here anymore, so I'm jealous. Oh, that's right. That, Y'all's payway was always a little bit janky. I'm sorry, payway, but yeah. I think that was a good corporate choice because it, something was never quite right about that payway. No, and they found rats. Oh, Jordan, you didn't have to go that far down. Ugh. I did. Speaking of far down, I want to take just a second because my bath water's running out way faster than I thought it was going to. Okay, good. All right. It's your, it took it like 20 minutes to run down. I like that though. What? I to run out gradually. This was very fast though for me. I don't like it. Oh. It's all right. I need my water. We'll take a little water break. Okay, guys. So you're adding water or you're subtracting water. water? You're adding water? Yeah, because it ran out really fast. What do you mean? I don't understand. Okay, I'm confused. Were you letting water out? No. Then where was it going? I don't know. It was going away. Maybe your plug wasn't in good. Yeah, the plug is not the best of plugs. It was the best of plugs. It was the worst of plugs. Uh, I had to suction it with my feet sometimes. 
I just want to keep it warm enough that it actually helps because I'm so sore. Sorry. It's okay. Including today, I walked four miles. I had over 10,000 steps. Good. I walked two flights of stairs with it. That's good. Okay, so right now, my tally last week was pretty much like... Oh, mine was abysmal. Eight, 800 steps. No, I mean, it was more than that. But today, it is currently climbed 16 flights of stairs. Holy moly. Total distance, 4.51 miles, 10,202 steps. And yet... My exercise ring is only halfway closed. I'm at a point where I am so sedentary that if I reach extra hard for a bag of chips, my exercise ring is like, good for you, fatty. You moved. Well, I strived for that over the summer. I was like, if I don't do that much, it'll be like, Chrissy, good job. But it wasn't. It's sad. It was like, nah. We appreciate that you walked from your portable building the 40 miles up to the regular school and back a bunch of times today, but you got this. So we're only going to give you half an exercise room. That's crazy. Gosh, this is being so loud. This audio is going to be a trip. I can't even hear it. Okay. Oh, good. I'm glad. I just turned it off. Okay. I couldn't even hear the water running. That's why I thought it was just going out of the tub and you were going to get out. Mm-mm. That's why I was like, no, I just started my bath experience. Okay. Well, all right. You going to cut all this out? I don't know. We'll, we'll listen to it and see how it listens. I don't know if we would have leave the bath in. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, my sweet husband, since I worked 12 hours today, he made burritos for when I got home. What a minch. He is a minch and he loves to cook. He used the mortar and pestle that y'all got us a couple Christmases ago to make guacamole. That was a big one, too. It was a big honking mortar and pestle. Sure was. (laughs) And he loves it. So he made guac with that because we had some avocados that were about to go bad. Oh, no. They must not have been avocados from Mexico. No, these are probably avocados from down the road. Avocados from down the road. Yep. (laughs) Could be. That works. But it was good. I think the thing I like about cooking... Well, I like a lot of things about cooking, but I think one of the big things I like about cooking, and I think you are inclined to agree, is that sometimes right. you make a recipe from someone like that's been passed down and that someone that you love cooked a lot and then you make it. It's like you're sharing that little experience with them every single time you make that meal. A little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. And you think about, and I, I know that um, Harper likes to do her own recipe cards, which she's an artist and they're beautiful and she has pictures of everything on them and and all that and if I were that artistic I probably would do the same thing but every time I use recipes like I have a lot of my mom's recipes in her own handwriting and I have some of Linda Vineyard's in her own handwriting and just a lot of different people my Aunt Alita yeah in uh, her own handwriting and it always does make me think of them. And even if it wasn't in their writing, if it has, like, my mom was huge on typing them because yeah. she types like a wind on, like, the wind on, like, a little royal green keyed typewriter. And she would put Alita's banana muffins or wherever she got it, she always put it. Yeah. Look, I'm Meg Ryan. But 
she was uh I, I always like that too i feel a little closer to him when i make those those recipes best banana muffins ever oh, i know i only make a, i make alita's recipe basically exclusively for banana muffins. yeah i do too and i love deanne and i talked about this when we see her that we love how she's just like blah 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 ingredients just throw it all in a bowl and mix it up mm -hmm. you know and it sounds just like her voice i can hear her voice saying that yeah so that's why i like i think cool i take pictures of your recipe cards and i print them out on big paper so i still have their handwriting and everything some of my recipes i have to do copies of or whatever just because they get so I, they get well so loved. bad so oh boy like i had to send that recipe to to my cousin Tina because she asked for the recipe for the Italian cream cake yeah. and I'm like or the not the Italian cream cake the uh cinnamon coffee cake yeah. I'm like oh I can't send a recipe to you looking like that because it was so like here if you want to see what a cake spatter looks like from really? it, here it is right on the recipe it's a scratch and sniff recipe oh man so I just texted her a nicer yeah. gentler copy so what would you say is your favorite way of cooking do you like to cook entrees or appetizers or do you like to bake what is your favorite i like to bake but baking doesn't like me i don't have the same skill with it as harper does my little sister harper she she could have her own bakery honestly with her creativity she could go so many different directions with all of her stuff because she's so talented yeah she made my wedding cake and our wedding cupcakes and she gave me like the leftovers and like the test cakes and that's what i ate like that whole week after but yeah i, I think i am best at making appetizers but i like to make entrees well i'll tell you what what she likes to the, the cake she likes the very best in the whole world is Costco cake and her whole goal in life is to get their frosting recipe she really wants to try to emulate the frosting recipe but I've told her the same thing I'm like you should sell and she has a few times sold her yeah. cupcakes and people have asked her to bake for him but man that girl and you know you're artistic also so you know, and you started you started the whole business because you did so much art that you know they love to do art harper and reed love to do art and we're just you know full of people who have art talent and i think you got it from dad and i think you got it i really think you got it from both sides of the family not me because i'm not artistic Ooh, but though. oh sometimes no you weren't but do the thing that you like to do with birthday cakes when I cook. I like to see somebody else cook it, or if I have something at a restaurant I really like, I like to be like, I bet I can make that, and then try to make it. Yeah, you make so many things at a highlights magazine that looked just exactly like the spread that they had. Oh my gosh, do you remember the cookie pops? They're so. And then we made all the puppy cookies, cookies and the the ones with faces on them, the yes. dogs. Those were so fun. That was fun. That was a good time, but then we had, um, and I, you know, I think that's another thing that you and I both do is we get a recipe mm -hmm. and we tweak it. Yep. Take it as like I have, 
I have two or three tortilla soup recipes. Yeah. And I mix all three of them together, aspects from all three, and mm-hmm. make it. And I made, Harper loves that soup. She's like, you've got to make that again. I'm not sure I can, because I don't even remember exactly how I made it. Never do song. it exactly the same every time. Yep. Yep. That's how My it was. mom was a really good cook. She wasn't that kind she of cook. She, she oh, Nellie was like, let's stick to the recipe, shall we? Look at that recipe. This is what we're going to do. But I would call her. Yeah. Or I, I'd always make cookies and stuff when I was on the phone with her. And if I didn't have something, I'd say, oh, shoot, I don't have that. She's like, oh, don't worry about that. You Just put that in there instead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll have to text you sometimes when I'm looking at her recipes. I'm like, what is oleo? And you're like, oh, just use butter. That's what it is. Yeah. Pretty much. I didn't know. I don't know why. I don't know where the oleo business. Maybe somebody can fill us in on that. Yeah, what? Maybe. What is the oleo story? Wiring Minds want to know. You can email us at callyourmomcast at gmail.com. Email us and tell us what oleo is. Please. Just tell us. What is a Leo? It's a Leo. What is that? Now I did that with the coffee cake that I made recently because it, it calls for pecans and we didn't have any pecans. We had walnuts. And so I put walnuts in. And then when you I make it, you don't put any coconut because you like, there's only three. I don't put a lot of the good stuff because. I like coconut. Not yeah, They're not fans. A lot of people are not fans that live in. I'm sorry, they don't live here anymore. They oh. used to live in this house. Well, my husband doesn't like coconut, and I still put it in there because he says he's so picky, but he'll eat anything. Because screw him. No, <laughs> because he's like, oh, I don't like coconut. But then I give him stuff that has coconut in it, and he's like, they're pretty good. What is with him? He's he just, the same way about chocolate. He doesn't like discreet. Like he wouldn't eat like a handful of coconut flakes, but if it's in something, he likes it. He I think he like really it. likes it. I think he really likes it. He's just too pig-headed to admit it. I think that's probably very likely. It's like a point of honor with him now or something. He's like, I'm not going to say I like it. I'm just going to eat it. So there. His favorite things in the world are Reese's and Oreos, but he doesn't like chocolate. And he likes normal, not yellow Oreos. He likes yellow Oreos, but the chocolate ones are his favorite. He's insane. He's a complex man. Stubborn man is what he is. Sometimes I do just think people who say, oh, I don't like chocolate. I think they're just saying it because they know that's all. Trying to be people like, people are going to go, what do you mean you don't like chocolate? You know, and that's, yeah, I think sometimes, I mean, I'm sure some people really don't like chocolate. They find it gross. There's help for people like that. <laughs> I don't know. It used to be, he said, oh, I don't like chocolate. I'm like, cool, so I can have chocolate in the house and I'm mm-hmm. the only one who's going to eat it. But then he eats it. He'll be like, oh, well, I got really hungry and that was all there was, so I just ate it. I'm like, no. You feel like that doesn't make any sense to me. Not add up. Well, as you know, over here, everybody likes the chocolate. Mm-hmm. So good. So... That's where that's at. We just love the chocolate. But sometimes I'll have to say, I don't want chocolate when I want something sweet. Yeah, when I'm craving something sweet, I mostly am craving like a pastry or like a cake. Like sometimes a slice of yellow. Yeah, not a big sweet eater. He isn't. He really, and that's good. I mean, he doesn't really, 
He likes some things, but he no. likes a good plain chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. But he's not just huge on just sweets in general. Yeah. General sweets. General sweets. <laughs> Whereas Harper has such a sweet tooth. Well, Harper and I agree that the cupcake gets in the way of the frosting. <laughs> I like if the whole cupcake was just filled, if the whole cupcake was just not holder, what am I trying to think of? Liner? Liner. If it was just filled with frosting instead of that cupcake underneath, I'd be all right with that. What so I, usually, I can't have it. I know. I'm so good. What I usually crave when I am craving sweet is ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream is one of my favorite things in the entire world. And that's not really cooking, but I do love to make ice cream. My yeah. favorite, favorite ice cream is homemade ice cream. Yes, it's so good. Nellie made the best, yes. best ice cream. I have forgotten until we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, um, the strawberry big red ice cream. That she oh made. my gosh. I oh. was just about to mention oh. that. I love so the strawberry big red. Oh, it's so good. I had forgotten. It was, and she put those fresh strawberry chunks in it. Mm -hmm. It was so good. She also made a vanilla peach ice cream that was like for a 4th of July once. And it was so so good. Like I have not stopped thinking about it since. Pretty delicious. Pretty portricious, as little Jordan would have said. And delicious. She made really great ice cream. And you know, that was always great on those holidays because she'd make the ice cream. We just had to bring the stuff to go with it, which is yeah. like brownies, yeah. cupcake, little cookies. I have been and I, I should call my aunt and tell her this. I have been really wanting a pineapple upside down cake. Oh, Lord, she her favorite oh, pineapple pecan pie. I know she's all about that. And she makes, I remember she made a pineapple upside down cake one time. That's pretty good. You're gay? Yeah, she might have bought it. We might have had Joe. <laughs> Joe made it. <laughs> but it was really good. Listen, I love my sister, but she doesn't make things. She has them made by her husband. Yeah. Who's a really great cook. Now, if we're going to talk about cooks, Joe, we have got to have a Joe conversation. My brother in law, Jordan's uncle, makes really good ribs yes he makes jalapeno poppers that are really good he also makes um oh really good roast chicken yeah and he makes disgusting nasty smell like a fart oh no his deviled eggs i can't i can't get mine like that i've tried uh they're disgusting but my family some of my family members disgustingly eat those and love them but he's just a really really good cook and a really sweet guy his roast chicken fed my family while I was pregnant with the last baby baby Reed because yeah I got bed rest yeah and Joe just would show up and say here's a roast chicken for y'all's dinner I mean, just sweet, good cook, great guy. Yep, he's, he because he's not, he's kind Way of go, Joe. <laughs> we love you, Joe, because he's kind of stoic, and he has one of those personalities where he likes to, like, poke fun and stuff, but when you need it most, he's there, and he knows what to oh, do. Oh, Joe is solid. Like, I will never forget 
the day my mom passed away. That's what I was just about to talk about. We went to what was the next day? It wasn't the day she passed away. Yeah, it was it was the, the next day we we all went to her house and they they lived there with my mom during her last year. And my brother and my sister and I were gonna go to the funeral home, but it was just a really, really sad thing. He had made like a little breakfast for us. He made the made, sausage yeah. croissant thing. Scrunch. And just just because he wanted to sit, yeah, scrunch. So what you know, grandma always called it scrunch. Well, yeah, because, and grandma calls it scrunch because um, one time you and dad and Aunt Sandy and Uncle John and Aunt Sharon all went to brunch and read Miss I think Uncle Dominic went too. I think we still had Uncle Dominic back then. (laughs) I think he probably went too. Um, But y'all went to brunch and Reed was so confused. Why can't I go to scrunch? Why can't I go to scrunch? And so grandma made us pigs in a blanket and She's like, this is your scrunch, and we, that's why we call it scrunch. She makes really good ones, too. She does make really good ones. Oh, I like how your cabana boy's delivering all your items to you. That's nice. He's a nice fellow, that cabana boy. I'm, I did this once in a hotel when I was when I was experiencing a bout of depression. Shoved a washcloth into a hotel bathtub and took a bath. You did? I did because okay, this is so morbid, but a lot of oh my gosh, especially like Marriott travel hotels, don't have um, plugs for the yeah. And well, that makes sense to me. That's just smart. I really needed a bath, so I balled up a a washcloth and held it in with my big toe and took a bath and read a book and cried. Well, Jordan, that's sad. Where were you? (laughs) I think I was in Abilene. Oh, I cried too. Well, I just passed away. And there went our there went our listener from Evelyn. <laughs> but I passed away and I had just dropped out of grad school and I was like, I need a bath. So, <laughs> and you were in Abilene. And I was in Abilene. Abilene is a fine town. But there's that song, you know, that Abilene and it says prettiest town I've ever seen that must have been a long time ago must have been after a couple drinks now something I think is cool that um that you and dad made sure of is that we all can cook together and then all of us know how to cook well that was kind of always always the thing we wanted to be sure that when you moved out you would be able to feed yourself and cook something instead of just like, and I know college is just like a lot of fast food. I know it is. Yeah. But because, you know, those college cafeterias are just so, dining halls, they're just the fabulous. Hey, a few of them are. Most of them aren't. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's always excited about it at first, and then they're like, oh my gosh. Well, and then a lot of freshmen don't have impulse control. Right. So they eat pizza for every meal for two weeks, and then they're like, why do I feel so gross? Like, well, and they all are meat. always amazed at the amount of cereal available. <laughs> That's exciting. That was me. I was like, I can have as many Honey Nut Cheerios as I want. And what is essentially a hamster like water thing full of cereal? Oh, I know. It's just so that was the thing. We wanted to be sure 
Y'all knew how to at least cook some things not using the microwave if you didn't have to. Yeah. Because let's talk about this. Reed decided he was going to cook pancakes for 12 minutes one time. 12, 20, or 22 minutes. It was two twos and as many zeros as could fit on the microwave. Uh-huh. And I remember I was in the office working. And he was, what, three? Maybe, yeah, three or four. So if he was three, Harper was about five. And I remember she came in to the office and went, Mom, she's like, Mama, Reed cooked pancakes, and they are on fire now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I went back in. I was like, okay, how did that happen? I'm like, okay, that might have been cooked a little bit too long. Because when I went in, it was still on like 15 minutes. Yeah, it was like a lump of coal. But I was very proud of like, they were very calm, very composed, yeah. made the microwaves on fire. Might want to check mm-hmm. it out, Chris. You should know. <laughs> little men didn't know. Meeting you. Oh, funny. But no, they both are pretty good cooks and you're a good cook. So I think mission accomplished there with all three of y'all you can all make things if you have to yeah you know reed has like a little refrigerator and a microwave and he can yeah make little combinations of stuff to feed himself yeah instead of spending you know 150 dollars a week for yeah and those dining dollars they stack up fast well, but he did that thing last year in the dorm where he wouldn't eat. Yeah. Like one day he might eat like nothing or just yeah. little stuff. And then he would order like $35 worth of food to be delivered when everything was said and done because of delivery charges and stuff. Yes. My coworkers and I were just talking about that today, actually. One of them... Uh, they're my good friends too but one of them uh (laughs) he got a frappuccino on doordash and ended up costing him 14 dollars yeah that's why i quit doing favor because my starbucks coffee and nothing against favor it's great but uh, i kept ordering starbucks during lockdown or whatever quarantine and i started thinking uh, it's not worth it it would be 14 dollars for me to get two drinks yes like we did that a lot especially at the beginning of the pandemic where's all our money going and we kind of sat down and looked and it's like oh well we're getting we're door dashing something every night and it's fifty dollars every time so we're spending like five hundred dollars a week and that's grocery for the whole month so like we had to get better and dad would be he'd be like we're not doing that that's a ten dollar delivery fee. I mean, he was just so, you know. Oh, it's oh no, it wasn't. They waived it, and they did sometimes waive that. So. Yeah, I ha- we have Dash Pass now because they kept going like, you could have saved fourteen dollars on this order if you had Dash Pass. And I was like, normally that's easy to ignore, but then at the end we we had DoorDash for a year, and at the end of the year that we had it, it sent me a message that was like, if you had Dash Pass this past year, you would have saved seventy dollars. And I was like, okay, well then, I mean, I've actually probably needed yeah, some dash pass. That's it's significant. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me how much that stuff is. Yeah, and it's like truly you're paying for the convenience. 
And I always feel kind of sad when it's like not a college kid that delivers my order, you know? Oh, I know. Yes, but I, th- I think that too. But then I think some people love that. Yeah, we have a little favor lady who's like, I think of y'all as my neighbors because I just live right over there. And when y'all are my last order for the day, I just think those are my little friends and then I can head home. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Cool. And I have <laughs> some of my Target grocery delivery people. Mm-hmm. They're like part of my quarantine story now. They've delivered all sorts of stuff to my house. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jordan. What's up? Really? Like pants prevacid a bra one time dog food <laughs> like like literally one time like, oh, you got a puppy the way you, the way you said pants prevacid made me think bears beats battlestar galactica that's about how it is like literally they could tell when we got our dog pears pants prevacid because <laughs> they started ordering dog to- toys and stuff and they texted me like oh congrats on your new puppy <laughs> Oh, isn't that a sweet? Yeah, it's nice. Oh but it also makes me think, like, well, I use delivery way too much. Oh, yeah. It can get out of control. But it was very handy during the heat of the pandemic. It was very, very handy, I thought. And like I said, you pay for the convenience. Like, the just not having to disrupt your schedule. Yeah. And for us, any Starbucks is, like, you're, I mean, no one on earth practically is never further than five minutes away from a Starbucks. Yeah, that's but true. The lines and the traffic around Starbucks can be such a hassle. So having, just being able to have somebody come up and like leave it at the doors is nice. Okay, so this is kind of an offshoot, but I think about getting Starbucks on my way to work, but now with the new traffic pattern, getting out of that place is a complete nightmare. This morning, there was a Mustang that just like got up and whipped right ahead of me. Mm-mm. Not supposed to do that because you are in the lane that you know you were in. And just because you don't want to sit and wait like the rest of us doesn't mean I'm letting you in. Well, he got in front of me. Then we got up there and another car went to the very front to do that and was sitting there. He moved up and closed it. I'm not going to let you in. I'm like, what wow. a butt. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, I was just like. You know how construction is here. They keep tearing up and rebuilding the same stretch of 35. And then today, like, as I said, a couple of times live in a college town. I recruit for my alma mater. And today was the day the freshman moved in. So what is normal? Just today? Yeah, today and yesterday. When is your first day of school? Monday. What? That's late. Yeah. Huh. But, um. They moved in today, and so what is normally a 10-minute commute for me, I live really close to where I work, was 20 minutes. Oh, that's crazy. Literally, everyone and their mother and father and all of their boxes were clogging up the main street. I just wonder if there's anywhere on I-35 that is not traffic-y, that is not being torn up. I've seen all down I-35, all different places, New traffic pattern, new traffic pattern. I want them to take those traffic patterns and stop it because I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I have a suggestion for their new traffic pattern. I just don't know. It's like they tore up everything under the overpass that I have to go under. Yes. In the morning to go to work. 
closed it down to one lane. The right lane's a turn-only lane, but they made it accessible enough that, you know, jack wagons can cut you off if they want to. Okay, they made ours into a four-way stop with the flashing red signs. There's no oh, one yeah. on earth who knows how to do a four-way stop correctly. Yeah. I almost, and people don't know how to drive, and I almost get into a wreck, like, almost every time I go to work, and then they're tearing up the whole street down the, where, the like, the building is that I work, and one time I got there, and I swear it looked like cones were across the mouth of the parking lot. I'm like, how am I supposed to go to work? How am I supposed to get in here? I had to, like, thread between yeah. two cones over a piece of metal just to park my car and go to work. It's, you know, I used to tell mom, I mean, because it's gone back so far since mm -hmm. we moved here. There's at one point they were doing construction at every entrance in our neighborhood. There are three. Yes. Every entrance I told her, I'm like, I'm going to have to take a helicopter to your house because there is no way to get there in a car. Not escape. Well, and they shut out, they shut down a bunch of streets today for the freshmen to move in. And I had some business on campus and I had to walk a mile just to like go turn my laptop in and then go back for this event that I was working. I had to park like off campus and walk because they walked off every single street. And then uh, my coworker and I, he, we were like refreshing like the buckets of ice and stuff. And there was a cop car instead of blockading the streets, they just had cops like park like perpendicular to the street. So it was blocking it off. But there was enough yeah. for us and our golf cart full of ice to go through. And we went through and this police officer, like he leapt from his vehicle and was like, hey, 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 hey where are y'all going? And we're both wearing like our official gear, clearly in a golf cart loaded down with ice. And yeah. my coworker was like, hey, um, we're working this event. We're refreshing the ice in these tubs. Okay, well, they told me not to let anybody back here. So I'm just, and my coworker, I could tell he was kind of getting annoyed. He was like, dude, we're just trying to do our jobs. And like, it should have been like keg party. What's the problem? I know. I was like, actually, we're we're um, from our rival school. We're here to mess everything up. <laughs> That's why we're here. Can you can you show me the mascots? We'd like to uh, kidnap them, please. Thanks. Thanks. Like, and I get that he was just trying to do his job too. Like he was told, don't let anybody by, and then people were going by. But it was like, come on, dude. It's not that serious. Well, they picked. They put cones up now in the teacher parking lot so the parents won't turn through in the morning when they're going. Yeah. You know, because they want them not, because it's just people getting hit or whatever, but I just drive over the cones. I don't care. Well, I mean, it's my parking lot, and I love the looks I get because Somehow. the traffic's way backed up, so I just pull up and put on my left blinker, and they're like, they look uh -huh. at me like, the cones are up. And they always leave room for me. And I'm just like, clunk, clunk, clunk. And the parents and the cars are like, what? And then the kids are always like, yeah, when they see me do that. They're like, yeah, over the cones. I'm not going to go all the way around the other side of the building and walk an extra five miles to get to my room. Yeah. I'm not. I walk in the school all day. I'm not going to, I'm not training for it. A marathon so well, I was like I walked a mile just to get here to this event where I am continuing to do physical work which I like to do and I'm happy I did today like don't get me wrong but it's like I don't need him hopping out of his view hey 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 like we are clearly employees here it's okay oh settle down why would you dress up in your shirts to your gear to go you know and it was like a
golf cart, like, just weird. That's silly. But it's so funny. I'm, I'm bad. That's, I mean, I'm a teacher, oh. but I, I do, drives me crazy. I just, I'm like, take it easy. Just, just calm <laughs> down. Yes. Yeah. This is not like a high security event. It's a picnic. Well, I understand security, but if you're wearing the school, you know, the school gear, you're in a school vehicle. <laughs> With ice, like, visible in the back. Yeah. No. That does remind me of something. <laughs> it's a picnic machine on the front of the golf cart. What is the problem? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually Yogi Bear in the size, and I'm here to wreck this event. <laughs> <laughs> and this is boo-boo. <laughs> In that scenario with that coworker, I'm probably boo boo and he's yummy. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Hey, I want to take a moment and talk about the Don't Read Into It podcast. Yes. With my son and your brother Reed. This week, he had some very special guests his sister Harper and her boyfriend Nathan. And it's really good. It's, I listened to it twice today. You've listened to the whole thing twice? Mm-hmm. I'm still halfway through because I listened to it on my commute and well, it wasn't, it's not a long enough commute. I miss those kids. And so I listened to it twice to make it feel like they were in the room with me. I miss all of my kids. So that's the only connection I have to them. Oh, stop. We're literally. <laughs> Except for you, Jordan, we talk. Yes. Are you listening, Reed and Harper? Oh, they're going to hate that. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because I text, I, te- I told Reed and he's talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in touch with y'all every day. And yeah. in some way, I get, I'm get i in touch with y'all, whether it's sex, because Harper's not really a talk on the phone girl, but yeah. she calls me on her way home from work a lot. And that's good. And Reed will text me stuff throughout the day. And, you know, we text stuff yeah. every day. I have some kind of communication. Like I asked him, you know, are you okay? And he's like, why? I'm like, because I miss you and I want to know you're okay. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, I love you. I'm okay. I was thinking the other day about that time that you had a bad dream when I was a freshman in college and you texted me in the middle of the night and was like, respond with our sign off so I know you're okay. And we, we sign I off. Know. I'm not going to say which emojis they are, but we sign off our goodnight text with three very specific emojis. So yeah, I was, yeah I'm okay. Cause I, that happens to me too. I get scared about that. Time. Well, and I always feel so bad. Like I, this morning when I got up and I see that you've done that. And I went to bed at 8.40. I passed it. I told dad I would not even, I did not even trust myself to be on the couch because I said, if I go down on the couch, I will be here until six o'clock in the morning because I'm just, first day of school was so exhausting. And then we had a meeting after school as well. And that was just kind of the straw that broke Campbell's back. So yeah, I hear that. Went to bed at 8.40. Never do that, but actually felt pretty good this morning when I got up so yeah sometimes when you sign off because I'll think oh I'll sign off before I go to sleep and then I'll go to sleep without having signed it happens all the time I always every time I sleep I go to sleep early or I take a nap or something I hear your voice in my head saying like if you are sleeping a certain amount if you fall asleep like that it's because your body needs it so don't feel bad about it and don't try to fight it if you're sleeping like that it's because your body needs you to sleep like that you know, Gay actually said that to me when we talked yesterday. Yeah. She said, well, I don't think it's right that your job makes you so exhausted that you feel you need to just go home, go to sleep. 
She said, but if that's how you feel, you ought to do it. She said, because you need it. Yeah. She said, obviously, if you sleep that long, you need it. Yeah. So I always commit, like I did this weekend, to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am looking forward to this weekend to having lunch with Alex. But mm-hmm. I always get to the weekend, no matter what it is, and think, why did I agree to do that? Well, not just with her just anything and no, it's always good I'm the same way like once I get there I always enjoy it and I want to do it but it's just like the mental load of knowing I have things to do <laughs> I'm, it's like my inner home body just goes don't do that yes stay my, home my stay on the couch she's like do I have to I know and it's always fun. Like last Friday, I we had dinner with a good friend. I went to drinks with coworkers. It was great. I slept probably about 40% of Saturday <laughs> just to recover. Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody at a meeting the other day was going, hey, what are y'all's plans for the weekend? I'm already asking. And it was like Monday before we even started school. We were all kind of like, uh, I think it was one of the new people. Mm-hmm. And I, we were all kind of like, I don't have plans for the weekend yet. I do. I had plans for the weekend and I just felt like going, you have fun. You enjoy I have one plan for the weekend and the rest of the time I plan to be in my pajamas. Yep. Which will be clean now because our new washer finally arrived after coming on camels across the Sahara Desert, being pulled on flotation devices by orcas by, by orcas <laughs> such a journey and old in tribute to the pony express a few ponies had to pull it and finally a stork uh, delivered it to the front porch <laughs> it took a historical trip on historic oh have you seen that thing about big boy that, <laughs> that engine that like train engine no it's called the Union Pacific Big Boy. It's a really old. I'm the Union Pacific Big Boy. <laughs> Shut up. You're not. Anyway, they pulled it all across the country and it came through our area. Look at and that. People were like, he's just showing up for it, man. It showed them all sitting out by the tracks. They were all so excited to see it. And they're like, historical big boy. And I saw that and I'm like, who is historical big boy? It's just like a really. It's kind of cool. I read about it. I read. I read it to Dad. And, uh, That's cool. It's pretty cool. It's not like a fat kid in a powdered wig. Here he comes. The historic. It's not Kip's big boy with a with a breakfast buffet. It was uh, no. I told Dad about, it, but I think our washer took a ride on that across the country first. It was in a hot air balloon at one point. Very well traveled. That's so funny. But it's finally here, so I'll actually have clean and fluffy pajamas. And and there's nothing better than that. Oh, gosh. I just, I just, I can't explain the journey that this has been without a washer. And the washer is really quiet. Oh, we're not used to that. It's Oh, it's so cool. It's got so many features that our old washer did not have. That's nice. It oh, even has like a, a lid that when you close it, it's got a glass lid so you can see in and then when you you just have to drop it a certain amount and then it just whisper closes the rest of the way i love that very cool That's nice very cool very nice 
So happy to see it. I've never been happier to see an appliance in my life. I was about to just like go get a washboard or some rocks and start beating the clothes and scrubbing them. <sighs> I know it's great. I don't, it's like that apartment that my husband and I lived in that didn't have a garbage disposal. I do not know how we lived there for a whole year, among other things that went on there for sure. But the garbage disposal, that's rough. That's a pretty rough one. I mean, I didn't grow up with one, but now I couldn't do without it. Mm -mm. I always think I about the dinosaur that the Flintstones had that ate stuff under their sink. Oh, I think about him too. And the punch-in dinosaur in the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> you just stuck it in his mouth. Well. So good. Um, I got a bug bite on the top of my foot that is driving me crazy. I thought of another cooking thing that I was going to talk about. What was it? You remember that time that you had an assignment in high school that you and you did all that stuff in the crock pot? Yeah, that was good. I still remember. That's pretty. That. I made that um, those French dip sandwiches. Yeah, those were good. You made some pretty righteous stuff in that. It was like that's good. I really good. loved that project. It was fun. And now, yeah. as an adult, there is nothing better than putting something in the crock pot at lunch or before I leave for work and coming home to a house that smells so good and dinner's already ready. Oh, I do love that. That's really nice. It starts to get cold. I'm only crock pot. That's exactly what I was about to say. I love a cold weather crock pot thing. Yes. And Nathan, my husband, he makes a really good like pork tenderloin in the crock pot. Mm -hmm. oh it's so good we just we do that with like rice and corn oh yep oh that's like dad's staple of life is corn we must have corn with everything I'm starting to get a little bit like that because I'm like where's a vegetable we need a vegetable well Ruth and I enjoy a green bean I like a green bean as well dad enjoys a corn I think I think Harper likes both yeah she's a corn she likes corn too something that has always shocked i feel like a lot of our family and like your friends in particular is that all three of us like broccoli as a matter of fact my student and i today talked about that at school yeah yep he and i were talking about what kind of stuff and i said he told me he really liked broccoli a lot and i said you know what my kids really like broccoli a lot and i said I think it's so funny, Esther, because I would not have eaten broccoli if you would have paid me a million dollars as a kid. And I said, I mean, I like it, but it's not my favorite. And he was like, yeah, I really enjoy that. Yeah. He's the coolest kid. I just have such, I really have great kids this year. That's so nice. So I hope that can continue. I hope so as well. Oh my gosh, I hope that some of the sound is usable because my drain is just being so temperamental. Well, I can't even hear it. Well, hopefully the audio on my end is not picking it up. Yeah, I hope not. Might have to re-record, but hopefully not. Hopefully it's it's not so bad that it's unusable and I'll just have to put a little disclaimer like, that bothers you, don't listen to this one. One of my favorite uh, times to cook I mean I like all holiday cooking but Thanksgiving is such a I it's love a Thanksgiving time. I love the Thanksgiving cook because of the turkey and dressing mm -hmm. 
dude. Oh, I mean, I have to make the dressing now, and it never turns out like I want it to. But it's always so good. I don't like dressing it. But I love. It. Well, I mean, mom and ma, my grandma, always yeah. met, which I'm sure everyone could have guessed. There we go. They made the best dressing. Mom and mom always said the same thing about Ma. It was her mother-in-law, not her mother, but she was like a mom. She uh, would say, I just can't get it to taste like Ma's dressing no matter what I do. And that's what I feel about my mom's dressing because I loved her dressing. Yeah. I make it just like she told me to and it just never I'm telling you, your dressing is the only one I like. Really? Yeah, I actually don't like dressing. I really like yours. That may be it, though. You may like the dressing you grew up with the best. I think that's probably you know. Like Aunt Cindy makes good dressing. When we've been there for Thanksgiving, she makes pretty good dressing. Mm-hmm. It's different. That's good. And that's it's good. I mean, it has stuff mixed into it, and I really like it. I only like to eat your dressing. Even stovetop, I really can't. I'll eat it if I have to, but it's really only yours that I like to eat. Okay, yeah, I disagree. Last week, Dad, he had gotten a roast chicken, mm-hmm. and he made roast chicken with stovetop and potatoes, and mm-hmm. it was like a tiny Thanksgiving I like for that. me, for me, Dad and Reed, and it was so good. It was just really, really good. I like that kind of meal. Let's yeah, eat. we were like, oh, it's kind of like a little mini Thanksgiving. It's so good. What I like about Thanksgiving too is planning everything so that everything is done at the same time and warm. And that's yeah. over the course of like, I've up until two weeks ago, I've been working from home. And so I got really good at like timing like the sides and the main dishes and the entrees and everything to all be ready at the exact same time. That's, that's hard. A, it's a really hard thing to do. That's really tough. It is. I remember when you're dead because we, we never minded turkey that wasn't like, you know, warm with little smoke coming off of it. My family, we never minded that. It was, I love turkey. Me too. Anyway, but he, uh, he was like, should we have warm turkey? And so then they started going, oh, we got to have the warm turkey for Jerry. Make sure you make the warm turkey. So he, he likes it to be warm, but I don't care. That and ham bows can be cold as far as, not, I mean, not like freezing cold, but. Oh, freezer but I can eat room temperature to kind of chili turkey and ham and I think one thing that everybody maybe not everybody but I would say many 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 people would agree on is that Thanksgiving has the best leftovers yes I love oh my gosh a bowl of everything mixed together the day after Thanksgiving yeah yeah a little turkey bowl with some dressing little potatoes little gravy And Anna and I were all about the canned cranberry sauce. Yes, I know you were. So good. I think the canned cranberry sauce tastes a bit like the can itself. It's delicious. It tastes like a cranberry flavored can. And I've had some really good like Friendsgiving and other family Thanksgiving, some really good like spiced whole cranberry, orange peel, like gourmet cranberry dress, cranberry dressing, cranberry sauce. And I'm like, mm, this is good, but it's never as good as when it's shaped like a can. I had a Thanksgiving once that had some gray food in it that I did not recognize. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. No. The person I was in line next to was like, stick to the meat and potatoes. This <laughs> I don't recognize. Speaking of meat, 
different cultures, not <laughs> cultures, but different different strokes for different folks, different regions, different yeah. to I think different region, ideas. Region is very important, I think, for Thanksgiving. Region is everything. I agree. Region but, is life. Speaking of me. Uh, <laughs> I'm myself up. Um, dad has said that I am the co-captain of <laughs> follow that up with dad. I know. Dad said I'm the co-captain of preparing meats because I did the prime rib for Is New that Year's. Right? Yes, because I did the prime rib for New Year's and then I served Reed a steak that changed his life when he stayed with me one time. Oh my god, don't bring that up. If you want to stay the co-captain, do not bring that up with your father. I'm telling okay, you that right now. He got very competitive over it, but then who did he trust when someone had to put the prime rib into the oven? That's true. And he was so scared I was going to ruin it. And he came home and he cut it and he was like, this is perfect. And he was kind okay, of- Okay, so I will tell you an embarrassing story that one year I was pregnant of course there were years in a row that I was just pregnant and uh my dad had to go to the hospital and I don't even remember what it was for but he had to go in the hospital I had to go for a sonogram that yeah. same day because my doctor was on call and wanted me to come in for a sonogram that day yeah. on Thanksgiving and I was in charge of making sure that before I left for my sonogram that I put uh, what I thought was brisket in the oven at my mom's house mm -hmm. I thought I thought it was no I mean I thought it was a roast oh so I treated it just like a roast yeah stuck it in the oven cooked while all of us were home we got home the mom goes this is a pretty good brisket I was like come again what brisket so one of the best briskets I ever made was really a roast or one of, one of the best roasts I ever made was really a brisket. You know how to prepare it now. That is something uh, of yours that I have tried to make before and it's okay when I make it, it's fine. But my roast is just not as good as your roast. Like my roast is serviceable. It gives us good leftovers. It's yummy, but it's just not as good as the roasts I grew up with you making. I don't know, Jordan. I think you'd probably make a really good roast. I don't think there's anything better than a roast with those vegetables. A, a roast carrot is one of my favorites oh, being alive. Delish. Harper <laughs> will even eat the carrot. All the stewed in, like, oh. Mm -hmm. And I love a carrot, but that's the best carrot you can have. I don't like a cooked carrot, just like cooked in a pan that grosses me out. My I, mom I used to do it. She and my dad would eat it. And I'm I, like, that is just carrot. Like carrots with snot that's what it always reminded me it was nasty i raised carrots in um, brown sugar and uh maple syrup and a little bit of chili powder y'all chili powder a lot over there i put um ancho chili powder in just about everything i make really i even put if you're listening um, someone brought up these cookies to me today this is my secret ingredient i make Every single fall, I make at least a couple batches of pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. And the recipe mm -hmm. I use, they come out a little more like fluffy, like scones. I'm mm -hmm. allergic to like to rosemary. And then I think nutmeg was the other thing. We, we zeroed in on it last year, but I can't remember. So that's fun. But I'm allergic to a couple of like the holiday spices. And so when I make my pumpkin cookie, I put cinnamon, 
ancho chili powder and just a little bit of black pepper. So, have you know, I mean, I've noticed is what I was actually meaning to say. I have noticed rosemary. You remember rose that uh, Nathan Harper's boyfriend gave us? Yeah. Looked like she died. Looked like she had expired last year. So we put her out front. Harper said, put her out front where she'll get sun. And, and she doesn't need that much water. Haven't watered her or anything. Mm -hmm. She's half of her is back alive again. Thriving. Seasonal, I guess. I'm very excited for her. I'm I think excited. the other half may be a goner, but half of her looks really good. And I'll, when Harper came in the other day, I'm like, look at Rose. She's surviving on like rainwater and sun out here. So super happy for Rose. She's doing a good job. I talked to her when I go outside to my car. I'm like, keep up the good work, Rose. You're doing good. Dad won't talk to the plants. I've tried to make him. He won't. have to. It makes a difference. Our succulent that my husband tried to murder is still hanging on. He used to be Big Steve. A lot of him has died. He is now Baby Steve. But he's still I will, alive. I will never forget Nathan talking about murdering Steve. I think he's long gone. That little shoot is holding on. I'm going to throw him away when we get home. No. We've had that succulent for like five years. That defined, defiant little fella is just still rolling. So that's good. It's still green. I just, I think I need to get more soil in there so it gets more sun, but it's still alive though. Well, Gus has just kept kicking, especially since we repotted him in that giant pot yeah. that I can't lift. Gus is cool. Because it's really heavy. I, I mean, there is no telling how much that weighs. I bet it weighs a lot. But we can't lift well, it. he's pretty, he's a pretty hardy fella. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I don't know if I should pluck something off rosemary and cook with her. I don't know how to cook like that. I you could. A lot of people have herb gardens, and I think that's really cool. I want one, but I don't think I could keep one alive. Oh, my friend told me the funniest story yesterday. She said that her, and it doesn't sound funny at first, but her stepfather passed away, and somebody gave her a plant after he passed away, and she put it in her office. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she said she just put it she put it in there and didn't you know think yeah. about it and she came in like a wallet and she said why is this plant so brown and her husband was like well have you watered it and she said no i thought it was fake and oh, he said, no. so that's a real plant so she said i can't take care of any kind of plant she said i will kill it she said i felt so bad because it was so nice of them to give you that plant she said then i killed it like killed it like here you go sit on the desk and die you know but well, I have exclusively fake plants in my office and when i first got them someone's like wow you take such good care of these plants because some of them have like even fake dirt in it, in it. I'm like, this looks great and like thanks it's plastic it's not real Oh, I found that one, that big one that my mom used to call mother-in-law's tongue. I can't remember what it's really called, mm -hmm. but it's long, pointy, you know. Oh, I told yeah. you, I saw that one at Costco and I was like, that is way too much for that plant. I don't know what they're thinking, but that's way too much. And it was like just kind of an ordinary pot. It was fake. I thought it was real. It was a fake plant. That's still a lot to pay for. I make most of my own fake plant fixtures. Well, and then so many people spend so much money 
on flowers for their weddings on real flowers for their weddings so much money like into thousands of dollars and it's like I just bought a bunch of fake arrangements and like made it myself and then it was so pretty and it was really pretty and my my wedding bouquet is wood flowers like wood shavings arranged to look like flowers and they look real and I have them in a vase in my house and people come in like oh those flowers are gorgeous and I'm like touch them like why is it because they're fake these are my wedding flowers they're fake I'm a fraud and I just like I need to keep it forever because it's not gonna die oh yeah and I spent all together on like the flower stuff we probably spent less than two hundred dollars that's pretty good that is not bad and your wedding was very pretty I loved it it makes me it made me happy and I finally have to work it out well good that is good that was not my best picture day unfortunately (laughs) I don't I like all of the pictures oh I like the pictures and I really like some of the getting ready pictures I thought those were really good but yeah I oh boy not not my not my best picture day you've gotten your second shot of Pfizer yes we're Pfizer friends <laughs> and you're like, I got it yep I got it and I had a bottle of Dayquil nearby for all of my and you know what stay with the party needs and that bottle never it did not show up in a single photograph you were very very subtle with it it was very discreet it was it was <laughs> I wasn't carrying it around a brown paper bag or anything like that it was just it was uh and you know I really didn't feel that bad the only thing that I felt bad was my shoes but um I really felt pretty good and then I came home and I slept the entire day Sunday yeah so and it was good but man, got knocked me on my can. I went shoe shopping when I felt that bad, so that's it's okay. Strength. Wasn't gonna miss the wedding. Had to miss the rehearsal dinner, but I did not want to miss the wedding. So me and my dress that the glitter fell off of. I loved that dress, though. I thought it was so pretty. I liked it. I just wasn't aware that it had glitter. Yeah. It was pretty and now I still think that we have some glitter sticking to our face from that. Yeah. Everybody. Everyone who attended the wedding. Everybody has a little shiny somewhere. Sitting everybody home with a little bling on their face. <laughs> like they would say, well, I'm going to hug you. We're about to leave. I'm like, okay. Well, just right. be aware that you're probably going to be wearing glitter for the rest of the week then. You know what they say, a little song, a little dance. A little glitter down your pants. (laughs) I don't believe anybody went home with it down their pants. I just want to make that very clear. No, it was a tasteful, happy day. It was a very good day. I was, and I was glad, you know, that so many people showed up, but Mm. very nice, very nice. I was very happy for y'all. And it turned out, I think, exactly like you wanted so we 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 wanted it to feel like a get together where we just happened to have gotten married at the beginning of it yeah so I think it did I think it was great 
Speaking of cookie cookies, cooking, one of the last things that Nana asked me because we had gotten engaged and we're about to get married shortly after that all happened. Um, in the hospital, she was like, well, are you going to serve a meal at your wedding? And I said, well, you're not going to like this. And she made the pointy face at me. And I said, we're serving pizza. <laughs> she, did she pointy face you about that? It's even harder. She did that thing where like, you know, sometimes she'd pointy face straight at you. And sometimes she, she wouldn't exactly roll her eyes, but she'd go. <laughs> and like, she kind of look away. Yes. <laughs> Oh, honey, she, I know that look. She did that when I told her we were serving pizza for the meal. And she said, well, at least you're getting married. I am happy about that. Well, it's not like she was such a fancy wedding person. I know. <laughs> I'm a third generation elopement. That's true. I am. That is really true. Yeah. Team elope. Y'all eloped, and then we ended up eloping. And then I tell you, I think that Harper, Harper is going to have to fight Nathan about that. She'd do it. <laughs> she she would definitely do it. She is Team Elope. Yeah. But I think Nathan's going to be like, party. You know, yeah. I think he I think wants a party. He, he wants, wants a wedding. He wants... Yeah. You, gotta you know, read podcast from from their little thing it was so good they said some really it cracked me up when she goes we met and he goes they met yes <laughs> he's so funny they said some really nice things about you and about me so i liked that episode about me mm -hmm. hadn't gotten to that part yet i've been mostly left out no they say some really really nice stuff about you and about me oh well stuff okay. that's well, our faces but Oh no, they would rather die than do that. No, they do. They say nice things to our faces. Harper wrote me the sweetest note for my birthday present. I'm going to frame it somewhere. It's truly yep. the sweetest thing she has ever said to me. It made me cry. That's very sweet. I love they do say nice things. I take that totally back because they, they do say really nice things. They do. Okay, you were misquoted. They said that you call them the Wonder Twins. They're the Tibbles. Oh, sometimes we did. Wonder Trim powers activate. Sometimes we not. did do that. But they call. They said that you call them the Wonder Twins. Oh no, they're the Tibble Twins. They're the Tibble Twins from Arthur. <laughs> yeah. One wears blue shorts and one wears red shorts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're mean to dw all the time i'm dw no <laughs> yeah oh misquoted, i wanted to, to set the record straight here well you know you know how they are they kill me man those kids they're funny I was telling somebody who was it i was telling somebody the other day about how i laugh at things that make me ashamed that i'm laughing at them <laughs> That Reed says. Reed always says stuff, and I'm like, huh. Jerry, Dad's always like, don't laugh at that. I'm like, I can't help it. Funny. He's a funny kid. I'm sorry. He's a funny man. He's grown now. He's a man, Jordan. Let's get this straight. He's a funny guy. He really is. He's a funny fella. <laughs> no, I do. I, I enjoy all my kids. And yeah, it makes me yeah. proud that a 19-year-old boy still, you know, is not ashamed to, like, hang out with his mom sometimes. 
One of the best moments is when he told me I was the coolest cat in the jungle. That was like last month. I was like, yeah, yeah, man. Darn tootin' I am. So that's always good. And I love that we can, I mean, I'm going to need Harper and Nathan to start doing a podcast because I do love that we can hear each other on these. This is, if for no other reason, I love to just like hear everybody. Like you said, like yeah. on the way to work, I listened to them this morning. It just made me happy. Yes, just feels, you know, like all my people. So, and sometimes I'll listen to ours and it makes me feel like, oh my goodness, Ellie Mae Clampett, where did you get no, that accent? But it always makes me laugh. Yeah. One of ours I was listening to not too long ago, like earlier today, as in not too long ago, it really made me laugh because it had been enough time that I had forgotten everything we said. It was funny. Oh, I, for, I forget what we say almost instantly. No, I, I, I do forget a lot of what we say too. <laughs> I never remember what we say. What? <laughs> no, but it's, it's fun. I like it. Me too. It makes me happy. I mean, we need to stick to topic probably better, but that's kind of part of what I like is the ramble as well. Which, and I like this sometimes, my husband has a YouTube channel called Seek the Good, just about like not getting bogged down in like the negative stuff that you see on the news all the time, not ignoring it, but just also acknowledging like the small, like, hey, I'm all about not watching the news. My sister watches it 24 hours a day. I just, I want to be informed, but I don't want to be depressed. And that's a thin line to walk. Exactly. But um, exactly. He has a channel called Seek the Good, where he talks about like good things that have happened in his day. And sometimes if I'm at work and like I'm missing him, I'll watch a couple of his YouTube videos. Just because it's that's nice so to sweet. Talk. He's got but, such a sweet heart. He does. And sometimes like he says really sweet stuff about me in the video. And it just, sometimes I'm watching it where I need to hear it. And he's like, and my sweet wife made me dinner and I love her so much and it was so good. And like, he'll show like a picture of what I made. And I'm like, oh. Oh, he's very sweet. That one he did that time that I'm listening to about me, I was just like, my goodness. No. Who is he talking about? That cannot be me. He's not he had really but, to do those for you and dad for a long time. He just went to do it absolutely right. That's so sweet. Well, we love that, Nathan. He's a good guy. Me too. He's got a big, big heart. He does have a big heart. And there are not a lot of people like that out there. Uh-uh. I will tell you one thing today. And I was talking about this with my friend, Julie, who's also a teacher. And she's actually she's actually a department chair at a school. And she is going to leave to be an assistant principal at another school. And I'm so proud of her and Julie? wish her all the luck. Yeah. Huh? And she she was saying that she and her team had been trying to get out there <laughs> had been trying to get out there in the mornings and like just kind of you know welcome the kids into the school and whatever. And so today I just I was supposed to be going out there for one kid and I think he'd already gone in and stuff. So I just stood there and held the door open for every kid that came in the front door. And I was just like, Good morning, good morning, how are you? Good morning, welcome back to your second day. You still sleepy? I am too. And you know, just like just saying good morning, just being sure to say something to every kid who came through the door, just about till the car stopped. And a lot of them surprisingly would say good morning back. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them would thank me for holding the door open, which not as many, but happen very often. You know, you don't even think about it. And so then 
I just thought, well, you know, get their day started on a positive thing. Or if they had a question, I could be like, oh, yeah, that's upstairs. I'll wait in the hall, whatever. And it made me feel better because I was not feeling super hot about going in this morning because, you know, early and I just yesterday wore me out. But I got there. It made me feel better, kind of uplifted my mood. Then this afternoon or even this morning, like if I saw them somewhere else in the school, I may not know their names. I mean, we've got like. Yeah, I'm a kid. 1,400 kids. So they would go, hi, good morning. And then this afternoon, they're like, how's your day going? Good afternoon. And I was like, it's just, you just don't know. And sometimes it's like that, especially at the beginning of the year, they see a friendly face and they'll recognize your face. You know, they'd be like, yeah, good morning. Hey, hi. Or they'll just wave one, one kid. He did this when he came in. He just came by and just looked at me. I said, good morning. And he raised his eyebrows and just kind of stood there and stared at me and like turned his head and then walked on in. I said, have a good day, you know. Yeah. And then later I was coming down the hallway. He was coming out of the bathrooms and my school has like open bathrooms. Yeah. Open concept, like not the actual stalls and stuff, but it's very, you can see him out there drying their hands. We have Dyson hand dryers that are louder in any airplane at DFW airport but he came out looked up and saw me and went like pointed at me nodded his head and opened his mouth like he was going to say something and went and then just like did that thing he did again lifted his eyebrows and stared at me turned around I went have a good afternoon and he was like okay you know, he just like that, thought, that car commercial that like pounds his chest and points at the guy. Like, yes. <laughs> he He's like, I know I know you from this morning. So I'm just going to, hey, you know, well, but it, it makes a difference. Yeah. Those little, little tiny things. And I wasn't really, dude, I came back in the school going, well, that kind of just made me feel better. That like lifted my mood for so, they're so funny. Like one dad was in his truck trying to embarrass his daughter and she was going in. He was like, have a good day, honey. (laughs) And she looked at me and I just smiled and she rolled her eyes and went, oh my God. And I went, have a good day. And she was like, "Ah." you know, but just. It was funny. I might do it again tomorrow just for fun. I don't know. Yeah. But I like you to never know. Office and tell everybody good morning. You never know what's going to make a difference with somebody. They might, that just might have been what they needed to hear. It's true. Because you never know what somebody's going through. And this, even the smallest thing can have such a big difference. Like I sent an email out. So like I've probably said a couple of times, I recruit for a college. And I've been doing so for this is the started my fourth year so all in all have talked to a lot of kids and I send them a bible verse every every week like not every week oh that'd be a lot but um like every year the week before classes I send them a bible verse and just a little encouragement like hey like hope you are excited to come back to campus I hope you're having a great time and I mean a lot of them don't respond and that's fine that's not why I do it but the ones that do like I had a sweet girl email me back and was like, oh, Miss Smith, I have a letter that you wrote me when I was a freshman that I still have, and I'm going to graduate like after this Aww. year. Just stuff like that. That's just really, that's... really sweet. And it usually comes at a time when you really need to hear it. 
Yes, I was like, oh, that's why I do this job. I love it. That's why. And then I'm sorry, but, and I, you know, like I've told you a million times, I love my kids mm -hmm. that I work with. I love the kids and I'm there for the kids because education is freaking hard. It is really hard. It's so hard. And I'm in special education and yeah. it is really freaking hard and it will beat you down. Just being a teacher these days is not like, you know, everybody used to think, oh, being a teacher is so fun because you just get to do all these fun things and you have this long vacations and great holidays, which is true. You do have good holidays. But summers are about professional development, half of it. But yeah. it's hard. And so if it's not for little things like that, some days you just would think, why am I here? Yeah. You know, and then one yeah. kid will do that for you. Yeah. One kid will go, hey, this morning, oh my gosh, one of my kids. I walked in, I had her last year. She was a, a, a challenge. <laughs> I walked in, saw her in class. And, she, and it's my first period class. And she went, Miss Smith. She's like, come over here. And she put her hand out for me to dap her up. Oh. <laughs> and so I just like went over and like gave her like the bro shake, whatever. But yeah. I didn't, I did not dap her up. She goes, <laughs> no, Miss Smith, you're supposed to dap me up. I said, oh, honey, I don't dap until the afternoon. It's way too early to dap. I said, I've got coffee in one hand. And I'll, I'll, I'll do this little shake, but I can't, I can't dab yeah. right now. But she just cried to, oh, Miss Smith, sit right there. You know, just, but I just think, you know, it's kind of sometimes those little things, it'll just be like, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Like for so those kind like, of kids. For some of my, the kids that have responded like to me and like there's, I remember almost every single one of them, but like one of them, I, for some reason, I just saw in her email signature, it was like, class of 2023 and her major. And I was just like, She's doing it. So sweet. It just makes you want to cry. That's true. And even like I have been doing this job for so long and have had the same kind of areas for so long. I have some who's like, hey, my brother's about to come in because I'm here. And like now they're siblings yeah. that I've worked with the family for a long time and they're going to. Yep. And that's just really cool. This girl asked me, have you seen my sister? She's in sixth grade. I said, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know your sister, but later I did see your sister and she looks exactly like her. I know that had to be her sister. I started to stop her and ask her if she was, but yeah. oh my goodness. And I've heard they're total opposite. I would love to know. I know. I That would be interesting. Yeah, we're still podcasting. Is your cabana boy back? Yeah, my cabana boy is back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's just checking in. He needs to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just came in from good video, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it's, and I, I thought today, I thought this is why I'm here. Yep. This is the reason, because I enjoy the kids so much and it's hard. Mm -hmm. And the kids are not always enjoyable. <laughs> no. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a moment in time that I believe is not going to be too enjoyable, quite <laughs> frankly. But there's, but there's some that just, they make it worth it. And the last- Well, they do. And when you see them succeed, like some- Yes. Kid who's not 
been very successful. And you, t- I've seen kids that I will say, uh, you can do it. No, I can't. I'm like, yeah, you can. Has anybody ever told you that? And they're like, eh, not really. I'm like, I'm telling you, you can do it. And you're going to do it. This mm-hmm. year, we're going to do some stuff. I just, that's my whole goal is to at least give every kid some success to take with them. One of my sweet girls, she came in kind of late and she emailed me and she's so sweet. She was like, I called the office to check on you, but they said you were out. So I'm really glad you sent me this email. I'm going into my sophomore year. I've joined these organizations and I'm so excited. And I got a job on campus and I just can't wait to get started. It just made me so She That's so good. And that was very sweet too. Very sweet. One of the last things I want to talk about. So last night, um, Nathan and I both have like the little bento box lunch boxes and I'm yeah. trying to take lunch to work just so we can stay, you know, healthy and fed. Stay gold pony boy. What are we doing here? So stay. We, so we can just, you know, keep something in the furnace to keep us going during the day. And so that when I come yeah. for lunch, I don't have to make my lunch and eat it and everything I with our dog. But, um, I made his lunch last night and he made my lunch and it was just really fun. And it made me think of how you made all of our lunches for so long. Cause there are some, their parents can't do that sometimes. Sometimes they won't do it. And it was just like, it was something special that he did that for us for so long. And he'd put little notes and like sometimes like some Coke, like Coca-Cola in there for us if you knew we were going to have a hard week or like it was oh just- i bet that blew the skirts up of the little oh yeah lunch monitor mommies oh. soda what but it was okay just packing the lunches it was just special that's so sweet and i thought and i want to talk about well okay do you remember when i let dad pack the lunches for a while what he did oh what did he do i forgot i can't harper will never forget it it was the season of wraps Oh, that's. <laughs> and y'all came home and we're like, oh, the wraps are really good. So you got wraps every day, every day. They're really good. They were delicious. Like, he, they are great wraps, but. <laughs> They're really good, but, like, you know, variety. Too good. Be nice. Um, remember a lot is my last day of high school. You always packed three lunches and you would have the three, you tear off the three paper towels and you try to, oh, yes, the one to get the one in the middle to drop. And we've been trying all year and it hadn't happened in my last day of high school that morning. You made my lunch and you did it. And, and we it were both like, happened oh since. I still try that. It didn't happen since. It was, it was the, the paper towel miracle. It was the, like a culminating moment. I was like, I can go to college and be successful now. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Oh, that was a good moment. I'll never forget that moment either. The moment of the miracle paper towel thing. But then every day I did it. Every single day you get so close sometimes. And it was on my last day, senior year of high school. Yep. It happened. I know it was weird because you know, when you stop, ha- I stopped making lunches after everybody got to high school because they were like, oh, we don't want it. But then Harper and Reed wouldn't eat until they got home. Oh. So they would eat like pre-dinner at four o'clock. Yeah. And so I think, well, everybody's full. They're not going to want dinner. Yeah. And they'd be like, what's for dinner? But 
you just well you just <laughs> hey yeah they're like oh no that was a snack so it was, it was crazy the way I had I mean it was eating has always been a a big old thing my mom always made great lunches but she was like I just never could think of good things put in lunches and I was like are you crazy you had great lunches I said my people were begging me to trade them and I was like no pass you give us cosmic brownies really good sandwiches and chips because I liked when you would overpack our lunches because you knew that we snacked during the day well because when okay so when you're in elementary school your lunch is at lot 948 or some crazy time <laughs> it is it is so early and so I knew y'all get hungry I one time went in and sat with Harper's class while they had lunch because teachers have like a teacher luncheon or something so they had, had the kids stay in the in the room and there was a boy in Harper's class oh my gosh I'll never forget this kid he had like he kept pulling food out he'd eat I think he had like a sandwich. Uh -huh. Then he had chips. And then he pulled out like some string cheese. And then he pulled out an apple. And then he pulled out some cookies. And, and then, like, I remember he had all these things and he ate them all. But the last thing he pulled out was one of those big fat honey buns that we used to get at uh, oh, Costco. So good. Yeah. You know, the big giant, like, oval ones. He had. It is so much stuff. I was like, man, you've got a great lunch. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I get kind of hungry. <laughs> I've never seen that big of a lunch in my life. That is so funny. It was so funny. But mom used to pack really great lunch. I remember for a while there, I would do I was like kebab gels and stuff, which I'll be throwing <laughs> out of school for now. But I would cut the, the sharp ends off. Yeah, it wouldn't be dangerous. I cut the sharp ends off even back then, but now it'd be like, why are you sending your child to school with a weapon? So it's a cheese cube. Calm down. I kebobbed and I went through making really good desserts like those Paula Dean brownies and that kind of stuff for a while too. That's always my favorite, man. I love those brownies. They're so good. So good. I'm more of a baker than a cook, I think. I want to be more of a baker than a cook, but I'm more of a cook than a baker. I make okay well, cake. I like to make meatloaf. Like, I feel like Dad and I have kind of our signature stuff that... Yeah. But I make meatloaf. I make taco soup, which is the easiest thing in the whole world, make taco soup. So that's no big thing. I make that chicken stuff, like a chicken pot pie almost. I like that stuff. And uh, what else? Is that it? No, you make really good... Chili. Meat. You make good chili. Mashed potatoes. I made a really good jaunt salad a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it just doesn't stay good. good very long. You gotta eat it so fast. I know it. Well, it's just, it seems like it goes super fast. I mean, it goes bad super fast. So. I got some really green bananas from the store because, like, that's another thing that goes bad sometimes. Green bananas, green bananas. You know what that makes me think of. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that was bad. It was bad. I can't even. I had a banana earlier. I, can't, I shouldn't be even thinking. It was, that was so bad. <laughs> well, my laptop is about to die, and I still got to wash my hair. 
There's a phrase you don't hear very often. You sound like your laptop's going to wash your hair for you. should have, honestly. cost that much. It should have the functionality to wash my hair, too. Well, I have to send out about 30 emails, so I reckon we better go. But I have enjoyed this podcast, and I hope everyone else has, too. Mm-hmm. So we will see you, what, next week? Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Have a good bath. Thanks. You have a Let good that computer time. wash your hair and we'll be I, done. I wish. All right. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Love you.